C. diff, spores, and more is brought to you by Clorox Healthcare, trusted solutions for your infection prevention needs. Visit us on the web at CloroxHealthcare.com. Welcome to C. diff, spores, and more with your host, Nancy Kerala. We are here to discuss C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and other related healthcare topics. Now, here's your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome to the program, and we welcome our listeners joining us today. We would like to thank our sponsor, Clorox Healthcare, for making this program possible. Please visit the Clorox Healthcare website to learn more about their products, keeping environments safer. CloroxHealthcare.com forward slash CDF radio. It's a great pleasure to welcome our two guests today, Sue Barnes, RNBSN. Sue Barnes is an independent clinical consultant. After retiring in October of 2016 as the National Program Leader for Infection Prevention and Control for Kaiser Permente's eight regions, 38 hospitals, and 630 medical offices, Sue is board certified in infection control and prevention and was granted the designation of Fellow of APIC in 2015. She has been in the field of infection prevention since 1989. We also welcome our other guest, Dr. Priya Belachandran, an infectious disease and microbiology expert. At Applied Science, um, Dr. Belachandran has led consumer customer customer collaborations, product and corporate marketing, Dr. Belachandran has an extensive background in research and product development with multiple patents and peer-reviewed publications. She's an active member of APIC and also of SHEA, and we welcome them both today. Thank you so much for joining us today, Sue and Dr. Priya Belachandran. Welcome to the program. Thanks, Nancy. Thank Thank you, Nancy. Thank you. I know you're both here to talk about contaminated soft surfaces and hospital infection risk. And Sue, would you like to give a little background or um, a little bit of the information about contaminated surfaces and patient infection? Absolutely. Um, I want to thank you and the C. diff Foundation for inviting us to participate on your show today. I think our topic will be of interest to your audience that being how contaminated soft surfaces can increase the risk of hospital infection transmission. And while we will be referring primarily to hospitals throughout the show, the information is important for outpatient clinics and healthcare facilities of all types. The patient environment in healthcare settings has continually proven to harbor many potentially harmful microorganisms such as MRSA and Clostridium difficile. And in recent years, we've seen an increased focus on the prevention of healthcare-associated infections, not only by those of us in the profession of infection prevention, but also by legislators and insurance companies and, of course, the media. Thank you so much, Sue, for that introduction. And, Sue, how do textiles and other soft surfaces play a role in the spread of infections? While textiles are a big part of the hospital environment, they represent a large surface area, one that can get colonized very quickly, and one that moves around along with patients and healthcare workers. For instance, aerosols of MRSA and other bacteria can be generated during bed making and then dispersed by air movements, uh, contaminating the environment as well as healthcare worker uniforms and hands. And then from there, the organisms can be further transferred. Another example is hospital privacy curtains. These have been reported in numerous studies to be commonly con- contaminated and serve as a reservoir for pathogen transmission. Maintaining clean and sanitized soft surfaces is an often unaddressed gap in part because the types of soft surfaces in healthcare facilities are so numerous, and oftentimes each is the responsibility of a different department. For instance, cleaning privacy curtains, that's sometimes the responsibility of the environmental services department or housekeeping. 
So it could be a completely different department who is responsible for that. And some hospitals contract with an outside company to take care of it. And there's really no effective way to sanitize porous fabric-covered furniture, though it's not uncommon to see this in hospitals and clinics. Patient gowns and bed sheets are most commonly sent to contract industrial laundry facilities, but many people handle them during the process of transport, cleaning, and storage. Reusable microfiber cleaning cloths and mops are sometimes cleaned by the housekeeping department on site in hospitals. And generally, there's no policy regarding how frequently lab coats are laundered, and there are conflicting study results regarding whether contaminated ties and long sleeves can be implicated in infection transmission. Exactly. Thank you so much, Sue, for sharing that information, and it's so true. And Sue, what are the most dangerous types of bacteria that can be transmitted by soft surfaces in the patient's environment? Well, pathogens that can be transmitted on both hard and soft surfaces in hospitals include some of the most resistant to many or all antibiotics used to treat them, including methicillin-resistant Staph aureus or MRSA, vancomycin-resistant Enterococcus or VRE, and multidrug-resistant Acinetobacter. And of course, the pathogen that's causing the greatest burden of patient illness and death in this country today is Clostridium difficile or C. diff. Clinical reports of linen as the source of patient infections have included other organisms as well, such as bacillus, strep, and pseudomonas. And in addition to bacteria, of course, there are also viruses and mold that can be transmitted by both hard and soft environmental surfaces in healthcare. There have been several mold outbreaks reported in clinical journals that were found to be associated with clean linen that was contaminated, or supposedly clean linen. One was an outbreak in 2014 at University of Pittsburgh Hospitals where seven transplant, transplant patients died. Other outbreaks have involved similarly immunocompromised patients, including bone marrow and organ transplant recipients. Thank you, Sue. Really interesting information. And so how long can pathogens, such as the ones you just finished mentioning, how long can they survive on soft surfaces? Some can remain viable in the environment on either hard or soft surfaces for weeks or even months under conditions likely to occur in healthcare facilities, C. diff spores, VRE, MRSA, and acinito, acinetobacter have been recovered on hospital surfaces as long as after four to five months. These microorganisms can be transferred from contaminated surfaces to patients by healthcare worker hands and can cause infection. This is especially a risk if the patient has indwelling devices in place, such as urinary catheters or IVs, or has had recent surgery. All of those conditions provide a direct portal of entry for pathogens. And of course, patients that have compromised immune systems are also at high risk of infection from just a very small inoculum of bacteria. Uh, this would include, of course, burn patients and dialysis patients. Then there are reusable microfiber cloths and mop heads. These have been implicated in infection transmission as well. When laundered incorrectly, when microfibers become damaged during laundering, and when insufficiently rinsed, or dried at too high a temperature. There are numerous reported cases of pathogens surviving the laundering process and resulting in infection transmission. The organisms in these cases have included C. diff, strep, and Staph aureus. Exactly. And Sue, it brings up a really good point, and that is how is cleaning up the soft surfaces different from other surfaces in the hospital? 
Well, current laundry processes are designed to deliver hygienically clean textiles to the hospitals. Most hospitals have not comprehensively addressed how to keep these items clean during storage or use, even though there are a number of studies implicating textiles in the transmission of infections. This contrasts with practices for cleaning hard surfaces that are routinely both manually cleaned and disinfected, and in some locations, UV disinfection is also added as an adjunct to the manual environmental cleaning. Especially problematic among soft surfaces are privacy curtains, which can hang in hospitals and clinics for weeks or months and continue accumulating microbial bio burden on high-touch areas. Also a challenge, as mentioned, are reusable microfiber cleaning cloths and mops. The properties that make microfiber products such good cleaning tools also make them difficult to clean. The fine filaments and delicate fiber structure are designed to gather and hold dirt, organic matter, and microbes. So it's challenging to consistently remove those contaminants in each laundry cycle. Laundries use mechanical, thermal, and chemical processes to clean textiles during washing and drying. However, these same processes can easily damage the microfibers, especially through repeated cycles. So the laundry facility is really faced with the choice of subjecting the products to effective laundry conditions that damage the cleaning efficiency of the fibers in the textiles or protecting the products from degradation by minimizing the harshness of laundry treatment and then risking incomplete cleaning and disinfection. And when the cleaning mops and cloths are returned to service, if there is retention of organic particulates and residues, that can cause serious issues and not just from contamination. Chemicals, cleaning chemicals used by housekeepers to disinfect surfaces in the hospitals, those containing bleach, quaternary ammoniums, and peroxide are very reactive. They bind to organic materials. So if the cleaning cloth or mop head is contaminated with organic debris left over after laundering, that can bind and inactivate the cleaning solution so that it will not sufficiently disinfect the surface it is used on. Okay, well, Sue, thank you so much for sharing all that information with us today. We are going to pause right now for a commercial break. When we return, we will continue discussing contaminated soft surfaces and hospital infection risk with Sue Barnes and Dr. Priya Balachandran. Please stay tuned. We'll be back right after these messages. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Because C. difficile lives on surfaces for weeks, because it infects nearly 500,000 Americans yearly, you need disinfectants you can trust. Clorox Healthcare bleach products, cited by more studies to kill C. diff than any other products. EPA registered to kill C. diff in as fast as three minutes. Trusted disinfectants to kill C. diff spores in hospitals, because even one C. diff infection is too many. Learn more at CloroxHealthcare.com. Join us on November 8th and 9th at the 6th Annual International C. diff Awareness Conference and Health Expo taking place at the Embassy Suites by Hilton Philadelphia Airport Hotel. For conference information and to register online, please visit the C. diff Foundation's website at cdifffoundation.org or call the main office at 919-201-1512. We can't wait to see you at this year's conference. Call 919-201-1512 or visit cdifffoundation.org and we'll see you in November. The CDF Foundation offers global community support sessions. CDF can affect anyone at any age at any location in the world. Receive support from topic experts sharing information on nutrition, mental health, 
C. difficile prevention, treatments, and environmental safety. Get answers to your questions. You're not alone. Support is just a phone call or mouse click away. To register for a session, call the C. diff Foundation at 919-201-1512 or visit us on the web at cdifffoundation.org. Have you done any of these things today? Exited a restroom? Entered and exited a patient's room? Visited a doctor's office? Have you done this today? Washed your hands? Hand washing remains the single most important task of the day. It takes soap, water, a minimum of 30 seconds, and a clean dry towel to turn off faucets and dry hands to stop giving germs a free ride. Keep safe from germs worldwide. Hand washing, number one in infection prevention. For additional information on hand washing instructions, visit cdifffoundation.org. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are listening to C. diff spores and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now, back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome back to the C. diff spores and more program, and thank you for joining us today. We appreciate our guests joining us today, Sue Barnes and Dr. Priya Belachandran. Dr. Priya Belachandran is an infectious disease and microbiology expert at Applied Silver. She leads customer collaborations, product and corporate marketing, and also has an extensive background in research and product development with multiple patents and peer-reviewed publications. Sue Barnes joins us, an independent clinical consultant, and we welcome them back to the program today. Thank you for joining us so much, Sue and Dr. Bella Chandran. Thank you, Nancy. Thanks. You are welcome. And Sue... I'm going to pick up where we left off on the previous um, segment, and we're going to talk about the role of contaminated surfaces in patient infection. And, Sue, who is responsible in the hospital for the quality of textiles that are received from an industrial laundry? That's a very interesting question, and the answer is really rapidly evolving in the light of the increased awareness of the role of soft surfaces in transmission of healthcare-associated infections. And while the day-to-day management of hospital linens is generally handled by EBS, environmental services, or housekeeping staff, laundry facility inspections are sometimes the responsibility of infection prevention departments. Uh, The role of textiles in transmission of infections is becoming more of a priority for infection prevention committees, which typically include one or more infectious disease physicians. In fact, this is a topic which is in alignment with antibiotic stewardship programs, which are often led by infectious disease physicians. And, of course, Ultimately, the hospital executives who contract with a laundry facility are responsible for the quality of the textiles that they deliver. Okay. And Sue, how do current laundry practices reduce microbial risk for hospital linens? Well, many hospitals now choose to contract only with laundry facilities that meet the criteria for delivering certified Hygienically Clean Textiles, or HCT. The U.S. Healthcare Laundry Industries leading certification program for processing verification is the Hygienically Clean program, and that's offered by TRSA, or Textile Rental and Service Association. The Hygienically Clean Certification Program for Healthcare Textiles defines hygienically clean as, one, limiting laundry contamination immediately post-drying to below 20 colony-forming units per square decimeter, and they use RODAC contact plates to determine that level. And number two, confirmation of the absence of Staph aureus E. coli and candida albicans, among other microorganisms. So if processes are performed correctly, 
the textiles leaving the laundry facility should be clean. However, what these processes do not address is how to keep the hospital linen clean and contamination-free until they are used and even while they are being used. Okay, thank you so much for that, Sue. And Sue, can you take a moment and explain what solutions are being used to clean textiles in industrial laundries? Sure. Current laundry processes use a combination of detergents and strong disinfectant chemicals as well as heat to eliminate the microbial load from hospital linen. The single most commonly used disinfectant uh, solution in laundry facilities is quaternary ammonium compound, or quat. Bleach is another disinfectant that is used. And now there's an innovative silver ion-based solution available that offers antimicrobial protection after leaving the laundry facility. These are all used in addition to detergent because just like hard surfaces, soft surfaces must be clean before they can be successfully disinfected or sanitized. Innovative adjuncts to traditional laundry processes that have emerged during the past decade include, as just mentioned, a silver ion-based laundry additive for the rinse cycle, metallic impregnated fabrics, fluid repellent uniforms, chlorine fabric treatment for privacy curtains, and nano-treated textiles. Later on in this dialogue, Dr. Balachandran will be discussing SilvaClean, the transformative silver ion-based technology that imparts immediate and residual antimicrobial properties to all textiles, effectively addressing that post-laundry contamination problem. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Sue, for sharing that. And Sue, has silver ever been used in healthcare and other applications to reduce infection risk? Yes, absolutely. The antimicrobial properties of silver have been known to cultures all around the world for many centuries. The Phoenicians stored water in silver-coated bottles to reduce contamination. At one time, silver dollars were placed in milk bottles to keep milk fresh. In the 1800s, application of aqueous silver nitrate to newborn eyes became common to prevent transmission of gonorrhea from infected mothers. Silver is a very effective antimicrobial, and there's very little risk of silver resistance development in bacteria. Its use in medicine and hygiene are seen in a variety of forms, including silver sulfadiazine, silver chloride, silver sulfate, and nano-silver metallic particles. It's become an important additive to surgical dressings and other types of wound and device dressings, as well as manufactured into the internal and external surfaces of indwelling urinary and vascular catheters with great results reported in reducing infection risk and rate. Good to know. Thank you, Sue. And Sue, earlier you mentioned a few times that healthcare textiles become recontaminated during the transport from the laundry facility and during storage and handling. How is this currently being addressed? Well, this is definitely a gap in healthcare today. Post laundry contamination is a risk because there are a lot of touch points which create the potential for recontamination. These touch points include transport or distribution carts, which could pose a risk unless they're routinely cleaned with a hospital-grade disinfectant prior to loading the carts with the clean linens. Linen in transport on carts can also be exposed to airborne contaminants unless the carts are kept covered. covered. And the covers themselves actually pose a risk unless they're regularly cleaned. The cart wheels can kick up dirt and water and other contaminants unless the linen is enclosed from the bottom up. The linen storage room or area can also be a source of contamination unless it's dry, clean, and has proper airflow and limited personnel traffic. 
And the longer the linen transport route from drop-off to the storage area, the greater the potential for contamination. Uh, Of course, additionally, the hands of personnel transporting and distributing the clean linen can pose a contamination risk unless frequently cleaned. In general, keeping linen clean from laundry facility to the patient is complicated and could benefit from innovation such as that that confers sustained or continual antimicrobial effect. Exactly, and complicated is a very good word for this, and thank you, Sue. And would what would um, be the benefit of sustained antimicrobial effect for patient bed linen and privacy curtains? Well, this would provide ongoing protection between laundering cycles for soft surfaces that intimately touch the patient like gowns and bed sheets, and the touch healthcare workers like lab coats and scrubs. In many hospitals, bed linen is no longer changed every day in order to reduce water utilization and environmental impact. So combine that with the fact that there are socks on the feet of most hospital patients, and you have the perfect mechanism for transferring bacteria from bathroom floors to bed sheets where they can then potentially contaminate indwelling devices such as IVs and urinary catheters. A sustained antimicrobial effect would also serve to contain the overall contamination level in immediate patient environments. As for privacy curtains, as mentioned, they're not changed frequently because it's difficult to take them down and put up new ones. And we know that the grab area of the curtain becomes quickly contaminated. There have been a number of published peer-reviewed papers concluding that contaminated lab coats with long sleeves worn by doctors can be another surface potentially transmitting pathogens, especially if if they're worn throughout numerous days of patient care where they're exposed to contagious diseases. See, a bare below the elbows or use of short sleeves and in some cases, abandoning lab coats altogether. In each of these cases, so patient bed sheets, healthcare worker uniforms, privacy curtains, and lab coats, furnishing these textiles with a sustained antimicrobial effect could work to inactivate pathogens between laundering cycles. Okay, and Sue, thank you so much for providing these great key points on current laundry practices, gaps, and their solutions. We're going to pause right now for a commercial break. When we return, we will continue discussing contaminated soft surfaces and hospital infection risk with our guest, Dr. Priya Belachandran. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The CDF Foundation offers global community support sessions. CDF can affect anyone at any age at any location in the world. Receive support from topic experts sharing information on nutrition, mental health, C. difficile prevention, treatments, and environmental safety. Get answers to your questions. You're not alone. Support is just a phone call or mouse click away. To register for a session, call the C. diff Foundation at 919-201-1512 or visit us on the web at cdifffoundation.org. To help support the C. diff Foundation, please visit our website, cdifffoundation.org forward slash donate or call toll-free 1-844-4-C-DIFF. That's 1-844-367-2343. Join us in our fight against C. diff and help us continue our mission of educating and advocating for C. diff infection prevention, treatments, and environmental safety worldwide. Through your continued support, we can continue raising C. diff awareness and help save lives. Donate today. Visit cdifffoundation.org. Thank you. 
Join us on November 8th and 9th at the 6th Annual International C. diff Awareness Conference and Health Expo taking place at the Embassy Suites by Hilton Philadelphia Airport Hotel. For conference information and to register online, please visit the C. diff Foundation's website at cdifffoundation.org or call the main office at 919-201-1512. We can't wait to see you at this year's conference. Call 919-201-1512 or visit cdifffoundation.org and we'll see you in November. Because C. difficile lives on surfaces for weeks, because it infects nearly 500,000 Americans yearly, you need disinfectants you can trust. Clorox Healthcare bleach products, cited by more studies to kill C. diff than any other products. EPA registered to kill C. diff in as fast as three minutes. Trusted disinfectants to kill C. diff spores in hospitals, because even one C. diff infection is too many. Learn more at CloroxHealthcare.com. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to C. diff, spores, and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now, back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome back to C. diff spores and more, and we thank you for joining us today. We appreciate our guests joining us today, Dr. Um, Priya Belachandran, who is an infectious disease and microbiology expert at Applied Silver. She leads customer collaborations, product, and corporate marketing. Dr. Belachandran has an extensive background in research and product development with multiple patents and peer-reviewed publications. Um, Dr. Palachandran Pel- uh, is here to discuss contaminated soft surfaces and hospital infection risk. At this time, I would like to reintroduce our guest back to the program. Welcome, Dr. Belachandran. Thank you, Nancy. Oh, you are so welcome. Thank you so much for taking your time and being here with us today. And Dr. Belachandran, would you mind taking a moment to talk about what is SilverClean and how does it work? Yeah. So SilverClean is a smart patented technology platform that is installed at the hospital's laundry facilities. The platform includes a dispensing device enabled by the Internet of Things, or IoT, that doses EPA-approved SilverClean chemistry onto textiles during the laundry rinse cycle through a quality control process. The chemistry gets reapplied during each laundry rinse cycle, so the text, treated textiles always remain efficacious. SilverClean chemistry employs silver ions. This is a well-known natural antimicrobial form of silver. When SilverClean chemistry is infused into textiles, the silver ions stick to the textiles through a charge-based interaction. More importantly, the silver ions stay on the textiles throughout its use cycle to residually kill pathogens, mold and mildew, eliminating odors, helping to remove stains, and reduce static. What that means is that while traditional laundry additives have a one-time kill effect that occurs during the standard laundry process, silver clean kills the microbes every time they contact the linen for example, during storage or handling, and even during use. SilverClean Chemistry was recently awarded a groundbreaking product label by the EPA, making it the only residual antimicrobial laundry additive on the market with public health claims. Specifically, SilverClean is approved to reduce post-laundry contamination with activity against Staphylococcus aureus and Klebsiella. Klebsiella pneumoniae. With this award, the EPA acknowledges that pathogens can spread through textiles and that SilverClean can be a useful and cost-effective addition to infection control programs. Wonderful. Thank you so much for that introduction. And doctor, how does SilverClean differ from standard laundry detergents, quad bactericides and fungicides? So routine laundry processes use a combination of heat and chemicals like chlorine, detergents, quaternary ammonium compounds, and peroxide additives to reduce the microbial load from incoming dirty laundry. 
These agents act during the laundry cycle itself and are removed during the rinse cycle. Or in other words, they provide a one-time kill. So one might ask, why is this not sufficient? Because there is a high degree of recontamination risk once the linens leave the laundry facility. A recent study showed that hospital privacy curtains are a breeding ground for MRSA. And by day 14, 87% of these curtains test positive for it. Other studies show that 60% of hospital staff uniforms colonize with bacteria that can be transmitted room to room. And 33% of hospital staff and visitors entering patient rooms touch the immediate environment. There are at least six touch points before clean linens end up on a patient's bed. It is this post-laundry contamination problem that SilverClean addresses. SilverClean is the only solution that provides a residual antimicrobial effect, killing microbes every time they come in contact with treated textiles. And it can do so even under moisture deficient conditions. In multiple studies, it has been shown that SilverClean treated textiles not only come out of the dryer cleaner, but they stay cleaner throughout the linen use cycle. SilverClean provides a complete kill against microbes through a three-way kill mechanism. The first is cell lysis. Silver ions bind to the cell wall of the microbes, causing them to rupture. The second is cell suffocation. Once inside the cells, silver ions attach to metabolic enzymes, suffocating the cells and seizing them from respiring. The third is inhibition of DNA replication. The silver ions bind to the strands of DNA to stop the replication process. In contrast, the action of traditional laundry detergents is generally limited to a single mode of action, such as microbial cell lysis, that can sometimes be inefficient and can also result in some microbes surviving and multiplying. Okay, thank you so much, Doctor, for that thorough explanation and um, information that really makes sense and, and we all can appreciate. And doctor, we understand that there are some antimicrobial silver or even copper threaded embedded textiles available. Why is SilverClean a better solution? That's a great question. SilverClean is the only solution that can convert all existing textiles to have a sustained antimicrobial activity that is efficient and has consistent efficacy. While there are other solutions like the copper and silver threaded textiles you refer to, they can provide some benefit, but they also have some major disadvantages. The first is a high cost of implementation. New inventory is required to be purchased with average threaded linen cost being up to two to three X higher than standard linen. Additionally, maintenance cost is also high with replacements required after a fixed number of laundering cycles and every time a threaded linen item is lost. The second is one of reduced efficiency. For threaded antimicrobial textiles to work efficiently, microbes are required to come in contact with the silver ions as they are released from the threads. This process could require moisture. It is not well controlled and make the antimicrobial killing action less efficient. In contrast, SilverClean is delivered as pure ionic silver onto textiles, so it provides a highly efficient killing action against microbes. The third is loss of efficacy over time. The re-laundering process of threaded textiles results in a loss of metal threads over time, resulting in a reduction in efficacy. In contrast, SilverClean gets applied during each laundering cycle, so the efficacy levels are always consistently maintained. The fourth is one of discoloration. Copper-threaded textiles in particular undergo visible discoloration with repeated washes. The rate of discoloration varies with individual pieces of linen. Hospitals often have to manually color match linen for individual rooms. You can only imagine the added labor burden in this case. Absolutely. 
Thank you so much, doctor. And doctor, what type of data evidence um, is available that supports the use of SilverClean? So the scientists at Applied Silver, in collaboration with leading laundry and clinical sites, have collected robust data sets to support the use of SilverClean as a component of infection control programs. Let me expand some more. EPA approved the public health claims for SilverClean based on third-party good lab practice data, or GLP data, demonstrating a 99.9% kill of key pathogens Staphylococcus aureus at six hours and Klebsiella pneumoniae at three hours. These data were supported by multi-year clinical studies conducted at three community hospitals and in collaboration with a Stanford University scientist. They confirmed that textiles are routinely recontaminated with microbes during storage, handling, and use, even after undergoing a certified hygienically clean laundry process. The study further demonstrated that by regularly laundering those textiles with SilverClean, microbes, including Staphylococcus, were significantly reduced before, during, and after patient use. In another independent study, microbial bioburden was evaluated pre- and post-SilverClean treatment at four points in the laundry hospital linen route, including two in the laundry and two in the hospital. These studies also demonstrated a reduction in overall microbial bioburden in treated linens and cottons. Notably, a significant reduction of 99% was observed even in linen samples coming straight out of the dryer. Infection control programs that include silver clean, along with standard practices such as hand hygiene and hot surface cleaning, have been demonstrated to have reduced microbial bioburden on hospital linens and reduced healthcare-associated infection rates in clinical settings. In a peer-reviewed retrospective clinical surveillance study, a clinically significant reduction of 43% in overall HAI rates was observed in the time period that included SilverClean as part of the routine hospital infection prevention bundle versus the previous time period without SilverClean. The HAIs that were monitored included C. disinfections, CLABSIs, CAUDIs, and SSIs. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Doctor, for sharing all that great information with us. Um, we are going to pause for a commercial break at this time. When we return, we will continue discussing contamin- contaminated soft surfaces and hospital infection risk with Sue Barnes and Dr. Priya Bellachandran. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages from our sponsor, Clorox Healthcare. <music> Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. Join us on November 8th and 9th at the 6th Annual International C. diff Awareness Conference and Health Expo taking place at the Embassy Suites by Hilton Philadelphia Airport Hotel. For conference information and to register online, please visit the C. diff Foundation's website at cdifffoundation.org or call the main office at 919-201-1512. We can't wait to see you at this year's conference. Call 919-201-1512 or visit cdifffoundation.org and we'll see you in November. Because C. difficile lives on surfaces for weeks, because it infects nearly 500,000 Americans yearly, you need disinfectants you can trust. Clorox Healthcare bleach products, cited by more studies to kill C. diff than any other products. EPA registered to kill C. diff in as fast as three minutes. Trusted disinfectants to kill C. diff spores in hospitals, because even one C. diff infection is too many. Learn more at CloroxHealthcare.com. The C. diff Foundation offers global community support sessions. C. diff can affect anyone at any age at any location in the world. Receive support from topic experts sharing information on nutrition, mental health, C. difficile prevention, treatments, and environmental safety. Get answers to your questions. You're not alone. Support is just a phone call or mouse click away. 
To register for a session, call the Cedif Foundation at 919-201-1512 or visit us on the web at cdifffoundation.org. Have you done any of these things today? Exited a restroom? Entered and exited a patient's room? Visited a doctor's office? Have you done this today? Washed your hands? Hand washing remains the single most important task of the day. It takes soap, water, a minimum of 30 seconds, and a clean, dry towel to turn off faucets and dry hands to stop giving germs a free ride. Keep safe from germs worldwide. Hand washing, number one in infection prevention. For additional information on hand washing instructions, visit cdifffoundation.org. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to C. diff, spores, and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now, back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome back to C. diff, spores, and more, and thank you for joining us today. Our guests today are Sue Barnes and Dr. Priya Belachandran, and we have been discussing contaminated soft surfaces and hospital infection risk. It's a pleasure to reintroduce our guests back to the program. Welcome, Sue, and welcome, Dr. Belachandran. Thank you, Nancy. Oh, you're welcome. That was perfect timing. <laughs> and Dr. Belachandran, before the break, we were discussing the SilvaClean solution. Um, would you mind answering a few more questions for us? Yes. Okay. Does SilvaClean change the way hospital linens look or feel? And does SilvaClean require a lot of upkeep and maintenance? SilvaClean does not change the way the fabric looks, nor does it change the way it feels when used as directed. In fact, it is impossible to tell that SilvaClean is present with the naked eye. So Applied Silver has created a SilverSure test kit to detect for the presence of SilvaClean. The process of treatment integrates seamlessly with current laundry processes and provides a passive intervention strategy. Nursing staff don't require any additional training or changes in protocols. Wonderful. And Dr. DeSilvaclean, is it safe to use in all hospital wards, including pediatric wards? Yeah, that's a great question. And a lot of hospitals are adopting SilvaClean. There is a lot of evidence that hospital environments um, contribute to the development and spread of healthcare-associated infections. Any diligent hospital infection control program seeks to reduce or eliminate the exposure to pathogens to the greatest extent possible. SilverClean is an innovative way to support these programs by providing a passive horizontal intervention strategy through soft services. SilverClean is currently being implemented for patient linens as well as for cubicle curtain programs at various hospitals. As part of its EPA registration, SilverClean is approved for use in all hospital wards, including neonatal, pediatric, PICUs, and wards housing immunocompromised patients. There are no known allergies to SilverClean as it utilizes pure silver. SilverClean uses low parts per million levels of silver, which is far below the threshold to react with MRIs and CAT scanners. It can also be applied to all existing inventory. The beauty of the system is that there is absolutely no change in the laundry management process as far as the hospital is concerned. It gets replenished every time the textile is re-laundered, so the efficacy levels are always maintained. So in this way, it provides a unique automated infection control strategy whereby all soft surfaces are empowered with antimicrobial properties, giving a compelling value to hospitals. Okay, that's fantastic. Thank you so much, Doctor. And Dr. Belachandran, do you have any closing comments before we close the show today? And also, would you mind sharing your contact information uh, to our global listeners and where they can learn more about you and Applied Silver? Absolutely. So our vision at Applied Silver is to create a future where everyday fabrics kill harmful bacteria, mold, and mildew for a cleaner and healthier world. For healthcare. Our goal is to provide a new standard of hygiene for all hospital linens, 
while arming hospitals with an additional tool to combat hospital-acquired infections. I would encourage all the listeners to go to our website at www.appliedsilver.com to learn more. Okay. Thank you so much, doctor. And Sue, would you happen to have any closing comments before we close the show today? Well, I want to thank you, Nancy, and the C. diff Foundation for the opportunity to share this information today. And I'd like to end by sharing my general approach to infection prevention, which is until we've achieved sustained zero preventable infections, we should continue to be early adopters of innovative technology, such as Silvacline, which supports our efforts to reduce patient infection risk. Thanks very much. Oh, we thank both of you so much for being with us today on C. diff spores and more global broadcasting. And we're so grateful for your dedication and putting patients first and for, for you know, stomping out infection uh, infections that can cause uh, life-threatening um, circumstances. So we thank you so much again, Dr. Bellachandra and Sue Barnes. Thank you. Thank you, Nancy and the C. diff Foundation. Um, thank you very much. And at this time, the members of the CJ Foundation wish to acknowledge all of the organizations around the globe dedicated to improving health and the organizations and professionals researching and developing new products that address C. difficile infection prevention treatments, protecting the gut microbiome, and along with environmental safety products that are being developed worldwide. To learn more about C. difficile infection and recurrent C. diff infection clinical trials in progress and how you and your loved ones can be considered as a volunteer in a clinical study, please visit the C. diff Foundation's website, www.cdifffoundation.org. On the website, click on the tab, Clinical Trials in Progress. Please help them to help you to help others. We thank Synthetic Biologics for being a diamond sponsor of the 6th Annual International C. diff Awareness Conference and Health Expo taking place on November 8th and 9th in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at the Embassy Suites Philadelphia Airport property. We are grateful for all of the corporate sponsors and exhibitors partnering with the CETA Foundation and whose services and products are in alignment with their global mission. For more information and to register, please visit the CETA Foundation's website. We send out our gratitude to the international keynote speakers joining us for this two-day conference. We look forward to learning more together with you in November. We send out our get well wishes to all patients being treated and recovering from a C. difficile infection and from the many wellness draining illnesses being combated across the globe. I'm your host, Nancy Corrala, with our reminder, none of us can do this alone. All of us can do this together. We wish you good health, good healing, and a good day. Thank you for tuning in this week for C. diff, spores, and more. Be sure to join your host, Nancy Kerala, again next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 1 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of our program on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. None of us can do this alone. All of us can do this together. together.